This is a free download from Delancey Elam Church. We meet every Sunday morning at 10.30 a.m. at the Delancey Elam Church building at Le Banks, St. Samson's, in the Channel Island of Guernsey. To contact us or find out more information about us, please visit our website at delanceyelam.co.uk. Well, good morning, folks. I hope your Christmas isn't as crazy as that, or isn't going to be as crazy as that. Um, You might be sat near some crazy in-laws, I don't know. Um, But you might have been frantic in the shops, doing all the Christmas shopping, loads going on. But today, we just want to give some space, don't we, and some time to think about what Christmas is really about and to think about the Nativity story. And we've got our wonderful children who are all dressed up and ready to go to present to you the Nativity story today. So shall we stand together? And let us pray. Father God, I just thank you that we can come to church this morning just to worship you, to glorify your name and to think about the real reason of why we celebrate Christmas. Lord, there's loads going on. We're so busy. So many things are happening. But God, we just want to give a little bit of space today just to come into this holy space and just to worship you and uh, cast our minds on you today. So Lord, I pray that we might have a great time this morning together in your mighty name. Amen. Okay, so we're going to get to um, that part that the children have been waiting for. So, um, if we could get into our places, that would be great. Thank you. Okay, good stuff. Right, okay, so um, I'm going to tell you a little story today. And the story is going to include nativity. And it's going to include the children coming up at different parts at different times. So this story, and Daniel's going to help. So up you get Daniel on the stage for me. Look, there you go. Brilliant. This story is about a mouse. Okay? And this mouse is called Marjorie. Now Marjorie the mouse lived in a place called Bethlehem. I just realised I need my little clicker. Thank you. (laughs) That's great. Lived in a place called Bethlehem. Now her favourite food, obviously, was cheese yes good and uh, her favorite hobby happened to be doing some detective work okay so she loved trying to solve mysteries okay and one of the greatest mysteries she ever solved was the one about Christmas and today we're going to hear how Marjorie solved this great mystery of the Christmas story now obviously I am wanting a little bit of audience participation. So it's not just the children that are going to be involved today, you're all going to be involved today. Now I'm going to say some words in this story and as I say those words we have actions. And Daniel's going to assist and show you what those actions are going to be. So if you forget, look to Daniel, okay? He knows what he's doing. So let's go through and have a little bit of a practice with those particular words. Okay, so if I say the word noise or noisy, what do I want you to do? Yeah, can we all do that? Hands over the ears, brilliant, noisy. Then, when I say the ones with sticks, I want you to imagine you're holding a shepherd's crook, a stick, okay? And I want you to bang it on the floor. That's it, brilliant, okay? Ones with gifts, I want you to imagine you're giving a gift to someone, that's the wise men, the ones with gifts. If I say the word rescue or rescuer, I want you to strike a superhero pose. Right, that's Daniel's. But yours could be anything you wanted to do, okay? So, superhero pose. When I say the word king, you're going to put a crown on your head, okay? As king. And when I say the word Emmanuel, 
you're going to put your hand on your heart and point to the heavens. Okay, Emmanuel. All right, so that's what it's going to look like. Brilliant. So are we good to go? Yes, I think we are. Right. Oh, just to say also, it might be that I put on the PowerPoint a sound. And if that sound comes up on the PowerPoint, I want you to make that sound as well. All right? So if you see that, that means you will have to do that. Okay, so here is Marjorie's house. And um, it's a really cosy little bale of hay that Marjorie lives in. And it's downstairs in an old house in Bethlehem. Okay, now on this particular day in question, things have been pretty normal. Marjorie had spent most of the day avoiding the cat, searching for a bit of food. Little did she know that her life was about to change completely. Suddenly, the peace and quiet was shattered by a strange, awful noise. It was a baby crying. Good. Now, where's all that racket coming from, Marjorie thought. Then she spotted them, her new noisy neighbours. Hey, they were a strange group of humans, Marjorie thought to herself. Some had sticks and looked quite hairy. Some had gifts and looked quite clever. And there was a mum and dad and they were all staring at the noisy human baby. Who were they? Well, finding out was clearly a job for a mystery-solving mouse like Marjorie. Then another sound caught her surprise. It was a donkey. This gave Marjorie quite a shock. Now, where's my donkey? Donkey, come on, donkey, come for a walk down. Just donkey on his own. Go on, donkey, come on round. Let's have a little look at you. Yeah. Looking good, look at this, yeah. Wow, my donkey. Brilliant. Eeyore, eeyore, yeah, well done, very good. Like the sound effects there. Now, so Marjorie heard this donkey, it gave her quite a shock. So Marjorie started chatting to the donkey. He was an interesting old chap, going a little bit grey, but he was happy to help Marjorie with her detective investigation. Donkey told her that he'd been on a journey with the mum and dad as a baby. Apparently they were called Mary and Joseph. Now, an emperor called Augustus had ordered a census to be taken throughout the whole of the Roman Empire. Everyone had to go and register in their hometown. So, entering, entering in, Joseph, Mary, and the donkey. Come on down. Here we go. Yep, and we can make the sound effects whilst they do that. <laughs> That's it. Well done, Mary and Joseph. Joseph really leave it, leading the way there with Paul Mary in the, uh, in the background. <laughs> Brilliant. So Joseph had to travel all the way to Nazareth, to Bethlehem. He went to register with Mary. Okay. Then, on the way, Donkey said, he overheard Mary and Joseph say that Manuel would be born. Manuel? Marjorie asked. Now, it seemed an unusual name for a baby, but she wrote it in her detective book in case it was a clue. Donkey said, when they arrived at Marjorie's house, the upstairs was full, and that's why the noisy baby was born downstairs and placed in a feeding trough. And after that, the ones with sticks and the ones with gifts came to visit. Marjorie couldn't understand why they'd all come to visit. Was the baby special? 
donkey said she should talk to the sheep, as they knew everything about the ones with sticks. Apparently, they were called shepherds. Now, where are my shepherds with their sheep? Shepherds? Calling all shepherds? Oh, we've got a rogue shepherd running. No, we've got two. Come on, shepherds. Come on down. Woohoo! Yes, there they are. Here they are, look. Brilliant. Hello, Poppet. All the shepherds. Are you out here? Have you got your sheep? Have you got your sheep? Is it a cold night on the hills? Is it? Oh, yeah, you chilly out there. There you are, look. Brilliant. Right, now you go back to the back and you'll be on again in a moment. Off you go. That's it. Well done, Shepherd. Excellent. Well done, Louis. Off you go. Oh. Brilliant. Great. And there the Shepherds were. Fantastic. Okay. Now, Donkey and Marjorie started to trek up a big hill. You guys are so good at the back. Yeah, excellent. Okay. And they met with a flock, even, of grass-munching sheep. (laughs) Lovely. Now, Marjorie asked the sheep what they could tell her about the ones with sticks and why they'd visited the noisy baby. They said they'd been minding their own business on the hillside when suddenly a shining angel had appeared in the skies. Da-da-da! Where are my angels? And the heavenly hosts, here they come. Let's give them a round of applause, these special angels. <laughs> An angel with a precarious um, halo, fallen angel here at the front, <laughs> leading the way. Look at these angels, how special. Oh, gorgeous. Angels with a little wonky wings there, good, good. Excellent, right. And when the angel appeared, the ones with sticks went a bit wobbly with shock. But the angel told them, no need to get all wobbly. Instead, jump for joy because a baby has been born who will rescue God's people. Then loads more angels appeared in the sky singing praises to God. And the ones with sticks... Rushed off, jumping for joy. Where are my shepherds that are jumping for joy? Come on, shepherds. Let's jump for joy. Come on. Yeah, that's it. Excellent. Look at you. Well done. That's it. Brilliant jumping. Excellent. Brilliant jumping. Can you jump for joy? Can you jump? Yes. Look at these shepherds. We leaving the sheep with me? Oh, look at all these gorgeous shepherds out here. Excellent. You've forgotten your sheep. Don't worry. The sheep are okay. Lovely. Right, back you go. Off you go, quick. Off you go. That's it. I'm me. And you. Off you go. You're going to stay there with me. Okay, right. Good. Brilliant. Right, we've got the shepherds here. Okay. Where am I? Me. Crazy shepherds going on. Where are my readers? Are they around? Okay, don't worry. Okay, so then the shepherds were jumping for joy. Brilliant. Okay, so now Marjorie was left wondering, how could a baby rescue God's people? According to the sheep, the ones with sticks 
said they'd been waiting for a rescuer for a really long time. It sounded like good news, the sheep told her. But the sheep couldn't tell Marjorie Mouse anything about the ones with gifts. So Donkey and Marjorie went chasing after Camel to find out. Now, where's my Camel? Run, Camel, run! Yes, come on, Camel! Woo! Yay! <laughs> oh, wrong turn. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah, that's it. Excellent. Well done. There's the Camel. Right. So, yes, donkey went up. Well done, Karen. Clip-clop, clip-clop, good. Excellent. We're there. We're getting there. Now, they were quite out of breath when they caught up with the camel, but camel was more than happy to help. Camel told them the ones with gifts had spotted a special star and they'd followed it a really long way just to meet the noisy baby. Now, where are my ones with gifts? Where are the wise men and the camel? Wise men and camel. Yeah, here they are, looking very wise. Come on, let's give a round of applause for the wise men. Look at them. Oh, guys, you look great. Camel's lost his head, it's all gone wrong. <laughs> Excellent. Lovely wise man. Brilliant. Okay. Oh, here's another wise man. And the she- Yay, look at this. We're very con- we're very up and modern and contemporary in our story. We've got the wise woman as well coming. Very PC around here. Excellent, good. Right. Oh. Now the star stopped outside Marjorie's house and the gifts she'd seen, the ones with gifts, giving, were gold, frankincense and myrrh. These gifts fit for a king. A king? She could hardly contain her excitement. But how, she thought, she hadn't spotted a crown on his head and they already had a king called Herod. But Camel said it was written a long time ago that someone special from Bethlehem would take charge of God's people. Camel said the ones with gifts had been warned not to go back to Herod because he was out to kill the baby. So, they were going home a different way. So, back home, Marjorie Mouse thought about all the clues she'd been given. Camel said baby is a king. Sheep said baby is a rescuer. And donkey said baby, baby is Manuel. Now the first two made sense. But what about Manuel? Then suddenly donkey remembered. Wait, he shouted, on the journey. Mary and Joseph didn't say Manuel. They said Emmanuel. It means God with us. Marjorie couldn't believe it. But that's, what angel, but that's what the angels had told Mary and Joseph about the baby. They said, the Holy Spirit will come on you and God's power will rest upon you. For this reason, the Holy Child will be called the Son of God. So the baby wasn't just an ordinary boy, he was God too. Wow, she finally understood. Her new noisy neighbour 
really was something special. King, rescuer, Emmanuel, God with us. As Marjorie gazed at him lying there in the feeding trough, the only mystery left to solve was to find out his real name. At that moment, Mary, his mum, spotted Marjorie Mouse. She turned to Joseph and said, Look, Joseph, our little Jesus has got another visitor. Jesus. So that was his name. And that's the greatest mystery Marjorie had ever solved. She was the mouse that shared a room with Jesus. And it's a story she'll never get tired of telling. Everybody needs to know about Jesus. He is God who came into the world as a human so that we could truly get to know him. Now, where's Teo? Yeah. You're better. You come. And Ollie. Good. Everybody else, come forward for a moment. <coughs> Whilst they just get in place. All of you guys, all forward. Up here. Yeah, on stage. On your desk. And you, Daniel, get off. That's it. Okay, over to you, Ollie. shown around them and they were terrified but the angel said don't be afraid I bring news good news that I will cause great joy for all of the people today in the town of David the sick a saviour has been born to you His, he is the Messiah the Lord this will be the sign to you you will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger we look at the sun and see the God who cannot be seen. We look at the sun and see God's original purposes in everything created. For everything, absolutely everything, above and below, visible and invisible, rank after rank after rank of angels, everything got started in him and finds its purpose in him. He was there before any of it came to existence and hold it and holds it all together right up to this moment. Thank you. Let's give them a round of applause. <laughs> Excellent stuff. Now, don't they all look gorgeous up there? Yes, they do. They've done a great job. Now, I've been um, sharing a few different things this Christmas with lots of different messages. Um, and the uh, last Christmas message I spoke... I was talking about um, John Lewis Christmas advert. Today I want to look at a different Christmas advert. I didn't choose the plug life. The plug life chose me. I'm sure you've probably seen that Sainsbury's advert already. And if you haven't, well, that's their advert for this year. It's called The Big Night. Stage full of children performing their Christmas show. Much like ours. Just a little bit different. But the bit that really amuses me in the advert is the plug. It's really funny, isn't it? He jumps into the plug socket. And the boy who plays the plug has gone viral online, as it would do. And they've got a little documentary about him. And um, they interview him about his role. 
the strap line that accompanies that performance is, I didn't choose the plug life, the plug life chose me, which is great. He didn't opt to play the plug, but he got assigned that role. Now, without getting into one of my favourite discussions about free will and determinism, and I'll leave that back at school, but suffice to say this, none of us had any choice about being born into our lives, did we? We just arrived And now we're here, we're a living product of a choice that was made on our behalf. We didn't get a say in the matter. And we didn't get a say about what type of life we would be born into. I wonder what type of life you would have chosen if you could have had that choice from the very outset. What kind of family would you choose? Where in the world would be your ideal birth destination? Now, if I gave some of you that choice, you might go, actually, i choose exactly what I've got. I'm very content. Others of us might decide on a bit more fame, a bit more fortune, maybe in a, in a different destination, a land far away. But whatever our ideal choice would be, however different the choice is amongst us, I can probably guarantee you this, that actually, we probably, none of us would choose to be born into a life of poverty. We wouldn't choose and opt to be born as a refugee or born into a town that had the most awful reputation, or born to be known as an outcast. And so when I think about the nativity story, I always marvel at it. Because whatever we think about religion, or what we think about God, if God is real or not, of course, if God is real, then he could have chosen absolutely anywhere, anytime, any place at all to be born into. He was God, all-powerful, so he could have made that choice. He could have come as a gorgeous, famous, rich, powerful world icon, but he didn't. He chose to be born into a peasant family. He ended up in a refugee situation. He was born to two very ordinary people in a very small, insignificant little town, in an overcrowded peasant home, into the humblest of surroundings. He came as a baby. A defenceless, innocent baby, placed in an animal's feeding trough, visited by shepherds and wise men. Now, if I had been God, I would have chosen somewhere a little more glam, a little bit more luxurious. Anyone who knows me would probably know that to be the case. So why didn't he? What was God trying to say to us? What was the point of this great story? Well, I think it shows us something quite remarkable. I think more than just God coming down to earth, it shows us this. It shows us that God really is for everybody. God really does welcome all people. God isn't exclusive. But God welcomes all races, all people, all background, all all riches, people, whatever. And the most important thing for God was not riches and fame, The important thing for God was the message that he brought. The message of love. And God came down to earth, God in flesh, to show us his love. To show us his kindness. To show us his forgiveness. But also to be an example for us as well. Now the real strap line of the Sainsbury's advert isn't about the plug. You saw it at the end there. It said this, we give all we've got for the ones we love. And I believe that's what God did. God 
gave all he had. He gave of himself for the ones that he loved, which is us. God gave everything, gave up himself, came down from heaven for me and for you. What was, what was important to God was not necessarily the place that he was born. It wasn't the family he was born into, but it was a what, about what he could give to others. And he wanted to show us his love. And I hope and pray that we can know this, this Christmas, that God gave it all, gave everything for me and for you. And the important thing as well is not in the material things that we possess, Sometimes Christmas can be so busy with stuff, can't it? But that's not what's really important. The houses we live in. The prestige that we acquire throughout our life. No, the real important thing this Christmas is those around us. It's not about necessarily the presents we give, but the love that we give to one another. And inside each of us, we have that enormous capacity, don't we? To be able to give of ourselves, to give of love to one another, to give love around to our families and friends. And I said a few weeks ago, you know, if we could just take that message of Christ, if we could take that message that Jesus spoke about, the love that treats others as we would want to be treated, the love that turns nobody away, the love that doesn't condemn, but the love that forgives and gives, then maybe as a human family, we could flourish as we were always supposed to flourish. And I wonder this year, just as God gave all that he had, for the ones he loved. I wonder whether this Christmas time we can give all we've got for the ones we love, for those around us. Let us think about that real Christmas message about God come down to earth incarnate. He gave all he had, all he had for the ones that he loved. And we want to think this Christmas about how important and special that was. Father God, we thank you for Christmas time. We thank you that um, we are able to celebrate your birth and all that that means for us, that you came down this Christmas to show your love to us. Lord, that you came to give of your life. And Lord, we want to glorify you and worship you this Christmas time. We thank you that you love us. We thank you that you accept each and every one of us. No matter who we are, what we've done, you came down to show us that you were with us. Emmanuel. God with us. And Lord, we thank you for that. We pray today that we would have a great day and that when we come back this evening that we would just enjoy being together again to worship you. Lord, we thank you for the tithes and offerings that have been taken. Lord, we pray that you would bless them and bless us as we go this Christmas time. Amen. God bless you all. Thank you for listening to this free download from Delancey Eden Church. For more downloads, please contact us. Please visit our website at delanceyhealing.co.uk.